Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun in Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker and sometimes Tom Sharpling podcast. Today, I'm joined by the full unholy trinity, which includes my brother, Joseph Allen, and Buffalo Joe, how are you? I'm okay. I'll dug out and back to work. Dug out and back to work. Buffalo's been hammered by snow. If you've been paying attention to the national weather coverage, you know, over here in western New York, we got my, uh, historic lake effect snow uh, in the course of 24 hours, up to seven feet in some areas. The NFL Buffalo Bills game had to be moved. It's been a real crazy few days there, but it seems to have passed, and I think now there'll just be some snow melting over the next uh, few days, right? Yeah, uh, we just had our road plowed for the first time this afternoon. Oh, how did you get out? I preemptively parked far away <laughs> on like a oh. bus route road so Grant? i was able to get out but unfortunately on friday it, there was a driving ban where i live so i couldn't go to work because i was gonna be snow day in trouble if i did so i missed work friday but then i went to work today and uh i was able to get out just fine but my wife on the other hand was not able to leave for her job but fortunately her her job was canceled they canceled mm. Her work because of the nature of delivering food to people yes. they can't get down these roads they're all clogged no. with snow there's nowhere to put it we've got maybe like in Buffalo where I live with maybe two feet of snow which is still a lot for us Fuck yeah. considering that would uh, be one of the biggest that would be one of the biggest of the year you know if you'd got that in an overnight two feet of snow yeah I spent uh, Saturday listening to the episodes back to back the best show and then the office hours or vice versa and um, that's how I spent my Saturday listening uh, nice. from 12 o'clock to 4 o'clock shoveling my driveway because that's oh, how much snow it was go. it took me many hours to get through those episodes and then did all my shoveling with, with that workout too yeah yep I, d I have a, a shoveling situation. I did my entire driveway about three times this weekend, so that's pretty, good. pretty great time. Well spent. Tooch, did you get any snow out there in Rochester, which is not very far from Buffalo, but I don't know if you guys deal with that lake effect out there, do you? Rochester dries a bone. No snow. But, but you know what isn't dry? The cheeks of my five-month-old daughter. The cheeks of because your... she's crying. She won't go to sleep. <laughs> okay. Yes. I thought you showed a video. I thought you were showing us that she was asleep. <laughs> she is now. Okay. So she... I'm dealing with that. Um, <clears throat> okay. Yeah, no so snow, it, but you're no snow. Your wet um, cheeks. Wet cheeks. <laughs> wet cheeks. Um, wet ass cheeks too. When she pees her pants. Mm. Um, Doesn't she pee um, right in the toilet? I thought. Yeah, we we are doing that. Yeah, we do. she sometimes, you know, but it's not all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have the baby one on one tonight. My wife has left me for another man, another class, <laughs> a solid foods class because we're oh. getting ready to introduce solid foods. So my wife is off learning all about that, mm -hmm. and I'm here like a jabroni, recording you with go. you guys. 
with the baby monitor. It's perfect. Things are good. Perfect. Things are good. Very good. Very good to hear it. I'm glad to have all three of us boys here. We have we have two. Well, we'll call it three episodes to go through. Um, some I didn't of us. Do my homework. <laughs> Tucci did not do his homework. I'm surprised at this. Quite honestly, he is a this sharpling is head, so I'm not that surprised. He, he went the route of if you're going to watch, he only he's, he's just an office hours purist. Even though he did used to say he used to listen to the best show, we just skipped it the week that Tim Heidecker. I only I only listen to the best show when Tom Sharpling's on. So um, yeah, I'm an office hours purist, and I'm a best show fan. So best show did not have Tom Sharpling. Oh, I, listen to I can't imagine fucking listening to the best show with Tom Sharpling. Oh, uh, but let's start. Let's start. We are we have two weeks back to back up. We have an episode of Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker as the host and Brett McKenzie of Flight of the Concords as the guest in studio. Um, let's see. Did Tucci take any notes on this? Also, Robin Tran. Robin Tran, I forgot. It was Robin Tran and Brett McKenzie. An interesting mashup, I thought. Um, Tim, how would you describe yourself, Robin Tran? A shitty trans woman. <laughs> I okay. thought that was funny. <laughs> um, I thought that was really good. I thought that was a really good intro to Robin Tran. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, she she had a very good energy. Um, I... You know, it was a very, I mean, it's like the the two very different types of comedy and comics and backgrounds and putting them together. Um, you know, New Zealand, pretty straight Brett McKenzie, but like also a little weird and, you know, like obviously progressive New Zealand. Um, it was an interesting combo, I thought, which just like he's like, I think a little just disconnected from like maybe the American humor or like he even said i'm just like totally you know when you spend some time in new zealand one of the th one of the things i love about going to new zealand is that you are totally separate from uh the u.s and the bullshit problems and just the everyday twitter stuff and just like all this stuff that it seems that you know maybe the, an la comic or somebody would just be more in tune with and tim definitely is like that he's up to he's up to note on all the politics all the news all the comedy news all the bullshit and Brett McKenzie's kind of a pure Kiwi on, guy, you know. Not on Twitter. Not, not on, on Twitter. He just media. started Instagram, he said. So, yeah. you know, so he's on a, in a different kind of thing. So I thought that combo with uh, yeah. Robin Tran made for some interesting discussions. Um, I like Flight of the Concords. Uh, do you guys like Flight of the Con Concords? Is that that's just kind of basic, uh, right? I didn't like really. It? I mean, didn't like it. No, I just uh, a lot. A lot of my friends at the time were into them, saw them live, and mm -hmm. it just never it was never for me. I think like musical comedy is probably not my thing. Hmm. Um, I like D? I like those guys. Like, I I mean, yeah, not really. Like, like I yeah. like, I like Tenacious D. I like Flight of Concords, but it's like I wouldn't. I'm not big fans. Like, I don't know enough about them. I just never really sunk in with me. I watched the the first season of Flight of the Concords, and I don't believe I watched any other seasons. But I, w I think it was just because of the time in my life. I don't think I had the channel mm -hmm. HBO, so it was just like I may have watched more, but I just didn't. But I enjoyed it. I thought uh, it was a unique comedy duo, and I liked Jermaine, and from some other things, the you know, namely. Um, 
being in the what we do in the shadows what we do in the shadows crowd you know that taika waititi yes and you know i think the they met briefly mentioned the pirate show uh, our flag means death came up again that's a great show and I, I really like that show i recommend that show i don't think brett mckenzie's doing much acting though these days he seems like he's out of that loop a little bit and is just focused on his music career and that's kind of what he, he was coming on to say is like he's on tour and he's not really doing the acting thing he's just writing music and he seems uh, like he's got a real nice life going on like a low yeah, it does like, he picked I, music. Jermaine picked Hollywood. You know, like, sure. And he's like, I got a family. What do you do all day? I write songs for like Disney shows and weird cartoons and like just send demos around. I'm sure he's raking it in. And then he d did decide to do this album of non-comic music, um, which I have listened to and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, me too. I like the sound of it. I just listened to the. Uh, it was groovy. Same. I really I liked the song he performed. Yeah. Um, I think like, even just I, living in New Zealand, like just being a Kiwi is probably is pretty chill. Um, you know, but he definitely certainly has a really, really nice life. It seems. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I so the episode the episode of Office Hours with him on there. I'm not gonna lie, I don't. I didn't think that it was like filled with uh, mm. I, I thought it was pretty low-key episode for having yeah. him who's who's I guess he's just a low-key guy he just kept it low-key he definitely like wasn't jumping in he's not like a even on flight of the concords he's kind of the quieter of the guys has like maybe a, a witty thing to say he's just like nice you know what I mean you can tell he's just nice and polite which is maybe not the best not, I don't want to say the best, but like it doesn't make for like, it's not Chelsea Peretti. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not, it's like, it's a very different style. It's nice though, because Tim, um, re I think respects him and has to act a certain way around people like this, like we've mentioned before. It just didn't make for a terribly like memorable episode. Yeah, I, I love the performance. I think you guys were saying that my internet was getting fucked up, but I love the song he played in the studio. Um, I think it brought the energy up that was maybe during the first half of the episode was maybe lacking a little bit, like a little. I was a little like, huh, Brett McKenzie. It, I was maybe expecting a little more fun and energy, and I it wasn't there. But then when he played, it like kind of picked stuff up, and I thought the second half of the show felt a little more everybody a little more engaged, loosened up. Robin Tran was jumping in quite a bit with some fun, funny moments. Uh -huh. uh, there was a few Zoomers yeah. that came on, and like he was just sort of fitting right in there and saying a lot about different things. And it was a it was a good mix of two different comedy stylings. Uh, you know, I think Brett is a little bit out of the comedy loop, so he is bringing this different thing where he's just like a guy who gets interviewed or asked some questions about music, but he's not like gonna be too funny i thought his bit about being talking about being in the hobbit movie was funny you know him interesting yeah uh -huh. real living some of that sure sure him talking about how just everybody knows each other down in wellington and he knows peter jackson and you know everybody they just they're the different size <laughs> if you're this tall you're an elf if you're this tall you're a, a troll and you know you're a hobbit 
um, yeah, all that stuff's fascinating. Any Lord of the Rings talk, I'm down with. Um, Tim really kept pointing out that he was in The Hobbit. This is where I'm. This is where I'm a little confused. I'm gonna nitpick here. Tim made a point to say he was in the second Hobbit movie, not Lord of the Rings, not Two Towers, but the second Hobbit movie. And then Brett McKenzie said this this line that I have in the movie is he says something to Liv Tyler. He said. Mm-hmm. Right in the show, he said, "I I have a line and I say something to Liv Tyler." And I remember I like, him. Well, Liv uh, Tyler is in the original Lord of the Rings, so she's not in the Hobbit movies. He said it to Lily, uh, the other. Did he misspeak woman. then and I think call her Liv Tyler? I, I do remember his cameo. I do recall his little cameo one line part. I was. Yeah, it would have been too long ago to be in the. The other he, ones, right? He was in the smog one where he's just like, I think he's at that um, people city part where mm-hmm. there's like the elves are like hiding out there with the dwarves. Okay, it's so like, he's in both. I'm just looking it up because I need to know. He's in both yeah. of the movies, okay? All right. Um, but he has a more predominant role in The Hobbit, it, it appears. Smog. Um, is it Smog or Three Armies or Five Armies or whatever that one is? Um, oh, God. I want to say I in, sort of remember his line, but I don't remember who he was delivering. He was in to. An Unexpected Journey. Oh, oh no, so the first no, no, one. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. He was in all this. Oh, God, he was in like every one of them. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But he is... Um, no, he, he, he has, like, it's funny. Him as an elf, he he's, looks like an elf. <laughs> like, I remember this character looking at pictures of him. Anyway, okay, so he was in both. Uh, uh, everybody had it wrong. He didn't want to correct Tim. Tim. Tim kept trying to say, like, you weren't in the original ones. You were in The Hobbit. And he was in both. And he didn't say, no, no, I was in both, Tim. Like, I know you just want to shit on it, but no, he was in all of the above. Uh, so that's a correction. That was interesting to hear him talking about that. Uh, Christian Bale was the City of the Day sponsor. Um, So we went right back after last week's kind of exciting and different uh, big hitter uh, style. We go back to the well here, back to the old Bale, and go with a, a Hollywood actor pun and don't, you know... It's just right out there for the taking. Um, I like it though. I, like I, I, it's a nice change back to. I like that we get these different styles. You know what I mean? It's like different genres of City of the Day. Uh, you have your completely fresh, you know, made up product that feels like a thing that might exist. You have just take a Hollywood guy's name and, <laughs> you know, just make it something else. Uh, the fact that Christian, Christian Bale later. Christian, Christian later Le- came in do it too. Christian Leitner? Later. Uh Christian later. Oh, or Christian Christian's Slater. Later. Christian Slater, yeah. Yeah, that's Christian's right. later. Yeah. How did that Christian Slater thing start? That was funny. Um I don't that know. That was who, like a, did a spin-off thing. Did Doug did Doug get us there? Oh no, it no. It was the, the Oh, it was, it was part of the read. Yeah, it was part of the read. Um we need that read. It's get extra. It get extra. It gets extra points for that Christian Slater slip in. 
Um, but it was funny to see Brett and Robin's reaction to this because it was, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't really nail you over the head with comedy. You know, it's kind of like, what? Christian Bale? Christian Bale. You know, like he kept repeating it and, mm-hmm. um, you know, this it's, was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, this is not the first religious sponsor. We had uh, the Bible Belt. Yeah. Um, we've had what? What's the? There's one with Christ. Um, let's see. This one was called Ruth's Christ Church House. So out of the, you know, <laughs> I, I think of those. Like, I, well, Doug, Bible we know was raised as a, a religious yes. boy, so he yes, he so can't. was Tim. Yeah, so well, was Tim. It, I, was, I was also raised Catholic. I whenever they talk about that stuff, I always can relate. It's um. Yeah, it's it's something. It's a unique experience. Um, but you know, I, I'm with you though. I think like it was a return to maybe a bit bit more of a cl- classic uh, ad. But you know, when I compared to like the casket gasket or Boeing, 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 I, I'd much rather prefer those. Um, well, we've been okay. we've been there, done that kind yeah. of a thing. But it's it was nice to go back and get like an old, you know, like a you know an OG style one. That's like, I don't know, I don't know how Doug does this if he's saving them for particular episodes when there's particular guests <clears throat> or, or what is going on. But if, when we get to when we get to the next episode with Tom Sharpling, I liked what he did here. Uh, <laughs> I like that he left Sharpling with this one because the, the, this one last <laughs> week was one of the most complex ones we've ever seen. And it's, it's a, a big old poo poo. So, um, <laughs> but, but to your to your point though, it's all Doug. I mean, it's clearly all Doug now. Yeah, it's um, just a Doug show now. Doug, uh, I mean, Doug is doing a lot with this. You know, he's writing all these ads. He's doing the slideshow now. So he's doing the um, he's doing the incredible. the song. Oh, did he's he have a slideshow this episode? Um. He must yes. Have. and he yes it was the it was the snacks it was like the store snacks with the rather uh, uncouth or uh-huh. yeah lewd lewd labels the lewd label um, canceled snacks or whatever like he yes, this existed right. I'm trying to think yes. of some of the examples of those ones they definitely were hamming on uh like child molesters and we should have those these are like so in depth and detailed um that you know they deserve i'll just say it was good again i remember laughing throughout it i think when doug is now getting these moments to do this stuff um pedos yeah we've got, pedos. We've yeah, got he's, date he's, grape we've got date grape, yeah. we've got attempting swiss hide molesto uh <laughs> attempting suicide attempting swiss hide <laughs> toxic wheat ration chips um yeah, the vehicular uh, men's water. Where is it? In inward chips. Yeah, vehicular <laughs> men's water. Vehicular <laughs> men's water. In, inward chips. Um, Swiss Pitos. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, this is really good. Like, I you Dude, know every one every one of these is good. The every one is so good. And like this this slideshow, I it, it kind of came out of nowhere. And every time. It, it's one of like the, it's it's my biggest laugh of the episode is when Doug gets to a slideshow and then we'll talk about the one with Sharpling. It really got it got me good. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, well, man. what happened was I mean it started with an EDM news where it was just 
Yeah. It was just Doug doing just speaking. He didn't even have he didn't right. have pictures back then. But like I think he realized, oh, I'm like I made up all these funny names of or no. He was just I think I think he was just reading actual EDM news. I think right? he, real, I don't think he made that up. Yeah, that was real news, real. but I think he yeah. realized like, oh my god, if I had like visuals to go like what would these guys it must have stemmed from that somehow. It's a new yeah. rules. It's a Bill Maher uh standard, I feel like if you watch that Bill Maher uh, real time with Bill Maher, it's like that's what he does every time. He does his new rules, and he has like a slide to go with his comedy. And it, like he says his joke, and then the slide pops up, and like you laugh at his little slide. And you know, I'm sure writers are doing it, not Bill Maher, but um, it's a similar sort of idea. Yeah, but that's been done. But Bill Maher's yeah. doing this, but been doing the same bit of new rules for like fucking 10 15 years like sure doug's coming up with a new concept every week like yeah so, sounds like joe's been listening to club random joe, i haven't seen club? any club random yet <laughs> okay. but i stopped watching bill maher a few years ago and i had sort of just lost interest in him altogether but um there was a time there I, where I watched Bill Maher. He was sort of fun to watch on Fridays, but I I really lost touch maybe in the last five years or so. You, but I will say, like, you know, we have these office hours punching bags, you know, and they, and they they come around every now and then we get a new one and they stay for a few weeks. I really I really enjoyed the, the club random punching bag of the office hours. I think that's that's a it's a good one to have. And it really ma it makes me laugh when Tim talks about it. Yeah, and other people know about it, and I don't know. For me, it's like, I, it's a, it's a strange one to to even know about Bill Maher or care about him or talk about like, if you took Robin almost Trent, anybody's Trent, like dumb like every like, kind of, I don't want to say washed up, but like older. There's just so many people, so many bad podcasts that I'm sure if you just went and like listened to, I mean, there's I think there's a lot of fruit on a lot of trees there, hang, oh, low yeah. hanging. Um, where, yes. yeah, but yeah, hating on Bill Mars, fine with me. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, so Doug had a nice one there. Um, I don't think there's anything else to talk about from this episode. I can't remember a no, damn thing that there was an uh, interesting thing did was, or said. Go well, ahead. I think, I think Brett's, um, his first hand, uh, account of our, of, uh, Art Garfunkel was pretty funny. Like, you know, we, Tim, Tim's always doing that Art Garfunkel bit and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And Brett actually got to experience that firsthand with the makeup. I thought that was really, that was a really good story. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm remembering that now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The orange makeup thing. Yeah. The orange makeup. Yep. Um, huh. And then, yeah. I, I know one other thing, the last thing I want to mention is I uh, the banjo and the harmonica drops whenever there's a caller from the south. That that just never ever gets old for me. I love that so much. It's like as soon as someone mentions they're from, you know, like I well, guess sometimes they say it, yeah. Sometimes they say it when when it's just any city. Like sometimes it's Austin. like I'm from yeah I'm from Wisconsin, and you'll, you'll hear a little something. Like. <laughs> well, it does apply because every goddamn state has a section of people that. Sounded like they could be from the south. I just um, uh, every I love state has so a little much. bit of that. You also noted here living in a land down under, which Ugh, that's another great drop. But I love it when it's cut off. I love it when they cut it off or just living in. Like that's that's so living good, in it. Yeah, yeah. living <laughs> in it. Yeah, it's I, that it's it's amazing. when it's when Vic's not like fully confident with the feeling of 
of the drop of that drop fitting. He's like, okay, it's New Zealand, so does it <laughs> no. work for living in a land down under? It's like, yeah, it is down under, but Brett said it was okay. Brett said that it was Vic down under. Had a segment where he talked about um, Chubby Checker for a bit, just because it got brought up by somebody else accidentally, mm-hmm. like uh-huh. someone brought up maybe Fats Domino, and so he jumped into like a. A chubby checker story, and then Vic or Tim asked Vic if he genuinely liked chubby checker, (laughs) and Vic said no. So that's good because that was like that was a question that has always been looming over my head. I think it's like, like you know, it's revealing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't know about Vic because he likes some weird stuff. He likes puppets and he likes all kinds of weird clowns, and (laughs) so you never know what the fuck you're gonna get with that guy. (laughs) It's true, Joe. That's uh, honestly, I could have went either way. Clowns. Well, on that note, let's move into the. How shall we do this? Because I guess we'll have to do, even though chronologically we could leave Tucci in the dirt here, because on chronologically on Tuesday night, the Tuesday before this last Thursday. Tim hosted the best show, um, Let's a go show that I have never first. once listened to in my life. I've never turned it on. Even after all that sharpling business, I was never like, oh, you know what? I'm going to listen to the best show. Like, I just don't care. I don't have time. And I did put it on, knowing that Tim was hosting and knowing they do this whole switcheroo. Um, Joe, you also listened. I listened to it. I've also listened to maybe one and a half episodes of Tom Sharpling before. I was like, I can't do Tom Sharpling. He's just not for me, like as a podcast. Was it? Before, I think I got annoyed by it. So, was it before or after our own interaction with Tom Sharpling? Our little interaction. It was. I, I was aware of Tom, Tom Sharpling Sharp. before, and I knew yeah, me too. his podcast, but I didn't listen to it. And so after. Our run-in, I was like, I better give this a listen and make sure I'm not missing out on something good. And uh, I I got through one and a half episodes before I was like, I'm done with this. This is not for me. So Mm -hmm. um, that's a fair way to put it. Not for me. I think Mike's been a little, little bit harder. I I listened to the best show, and I did not know who Tom Sharpling was before Office Hours. Um, I think maybe I heard his name. Um, I think he wrote like a. You were like a spec script for something. I think that got tossed around. They they mentioned that, but um, I think he wrote I on a his... show. What show did he write on? They talked about it. Monk. Oh, Monk. He wrote on yeah. Monk. He, he talked about all his <laughs> stuff during this <laughs> episode. If you would have listened like to this Monk, office hours, you you would get. Oh, you did do that. So you. I you did. I listened this. to both. I just don't remember. Yeah. Okay. But let's let's just go through the best show real quick because the best show. It's real simple gonna... to break. Real simple to break down. Tim did twenty worst Beatles songs and that was basically I want to say the majority of the three hour segment was really that he took calls there was a focus and he had John Early and um, Claudia is that her name Claudia Doherty was her name yeah. maybe? yes uh, he had those two guests come those two guests come in studio they're both home runs whenever they're on office hours Mm-hmm. And they're all buds. So them together was a home run. Um, Absolutely. Very Over. easy to listen to. Tim made mention of not having the boys, Vic and Doug, assaulting him with drops the whole time. Made Tim a lot more comfortable, easygoing. Uh, his, uh, he was not short-tempered. He wasn't short with people on the calls. He, he let people speak. And he had a lot to kind of say uh, he, he was just he, he was open to listening, and it kept the show. 
I don't know, man. It was like Tim was very good in that environment as like just uh, it was more like a game night kind of feel of just more real Tim, not Tim having to scream into the microphone and, and like really put on this character so much. It was just Tim talking Beatles and having laughs with some buds and they all had like real opinions and it, it worked well, I thought. We got some like best hits from the, the Beatles like podcast he did uh you know, through office hours, mm -hmm. like we got some of those takes brought back in this sort of like he wanted to say, you know, I'm a Beatles fan of all the songs and I don't want to bash any of them. But then he can't wait to stew his like bits of like busting chops on certain Beatles songs. So I uh -huh. enjoyed that whole thing. And I have to say I was shoveling and the whole episode flew by for me. Like I was loving like the energy of all his buds coming in and, and having a, their two cents and then like a couple yeah. surprise people coming in and then the segment where uh, he's not allowed to complain. I'm sure that's a Tom Sharpling thing because Tom Sharpling is yeah. a huge complainer that never shuts up and he probably get, they had to create this, this thing for him to do. And uh, like Tim didn't complain that much. Like I, I feel like it, it was like, he was at home in this format, and and if people listen to the best show and were hearing this, they're like, I might check out that Office Hours after this. And if, I know that's yeah. the, what they're trying to do is get yep. share listenerships back and forth. And uh, I feel like Tim maybe hit a home run with this. Like I feel like he's gonna bring some best show people in with this because he was like fun and uh, you know it was effective, and he has very good chemistry with. Um, John Early and uh, Claudio Doherty, like they just had a really lot of fun. I like being in the room together and like kidding around and like it's just inf an infectious listen to. And I think it was a home run. Yeah. Okay. And, great. Uh, I, I really enjoyed run. it. Tucci, you got your hand up. You are dying to say something, and you didn't even listen to this shit. Oh, so I tell have us. a question. I have questions. What is it? Who produced the show? The best show with him. I assume they're the best show boys because there was like a couple of guys and okay. one, there was like maybe three voices I heard. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was yeah. a guy who's there, kind of a chubby guy wearing a mask. I, um, was it Super and, Chunk Guy? Was that one of the guys there? I, I, I listened to it only, so. I don't know anything about a Super Chunk guy, but. The John Worcester guy? John Worcester, now, John is, Worcester is a guy who calls in okay. and Phil Braun took his spot. So I guess. Is is this correct, Tucci? That every week Phil or uh, John Worcester calls in and has like a uh, bit, well, he's or like pretty often. Lot. Yeah, he has a, like a few handful of characters um, that he does. He doesn't. I don't think he calls in every week, but it's often. Yeah. Okay, so that's a bit. So Phil Braun filled that hole. He called in and pretended to be Jerry. Uh, he was Jerry, and he had said his um, he was going to be Bruce Springsteen's uh, tour manager. And going on the road with Bruce Springsteen, his whole bit was that he was like <laughs> thinking Bruce of shits the, himself on stage. Yeah, he's like thinking of all these different things. Like so, so when Bruce like shits on the stage, like is he gonna have like the right materials to clean it up? And when he like projectile vomits blood on the people in the front row, like was he gonna have the right stuff to be able to handle that? And the right pills and laxatives and all this is a super bizarre. <laughs> take from Phil here and it went on quite a bit. Tim really let him go and Tim uh, did not get impatient. 
didn't get impatient out. Yeah. Okay. That was my next question because Tom Sharpling on the best show and office hours, very patient with callers, very much more even, uh, not even keel, but very, he's more calm, Slow. more relaxed, Slow. slower, totally. Yeah. Way Slow. slower. Was Tim, it sounds like the answer is yes, but with Tim was, was noticeably more relaxed and Tim more was more patient. relaxed for sure. I don't know if he took as many calls as they take on best show. Tim did almost slip up and say, I kind of like how it's just calls and not Zoomers. Like he, mm. he said that he was like just having the callers. And I really think yep. that having a focus for an episode, which is a thing that the best show must have, I'm guessing. I, I don't know if they have something to give the people. We've been saying this about office hours forever, that giving mm-hmm. that, giving the people a thing to talk about, a topic, something yep. rather than them just stirring it up themselves. Yeah. Of course, you say t- 20 worst Beatles songs. You've got people coming out of the woodwork to, to tell their examples. That's right. And you had Fred Armisen call in. You had fucking um, Patricia Arquette call in. What? Is she yeah, Patricia Arquette called Patricia in? Patricia Arquette yeah. called in. I guess Very she's was classic. Him, and she, oh. I guess she's a best show regular as well. I guess Fred Armisen and yeah, her yeah, yeah. Are, are best show regulars. I guess so. Regulars? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe. I, I, I don't think know. They're, they're maybe I like in that. Tim's like. Court, in the he's going to help him out on this, you know, and be paying attention to this and, and you know, be calling in and helping a bit with yeah. like, the energy. And, yeah, uh, yeah. That and, was apparent, uh, like that Tim knew her and she mm-hmm. knows his wife and was saying as much. And yeah, I always like I, I know I think I bash the Zoom. Like I've said more negative things about Zoom callers than I have positive, but <clears throat> I do think like with the the involvement of the hothead hotline like having just that audio only call that that's definitely better like that definitely does it for me i don't know if they would ever do away with the video well, you can't calls, just but... rip best shows thing it sounds like what they they can't do that because that's what the best show does they're a call-in show that has a topic and it keeps it moving <laughs> well, tim, yeah, yeah, tim yeah. did keep it moving he went through a lot of different people and he didn't when anybody was going a bit too long he he wasn't like he was able to like read into it and say, okay, like let's yeah. get, get going. For I also person. think the best show, because there's a topic, you come in and you say what you have to say. And then it's clear that you are done with your thing and you can move on when you have just an open-ended thing. And these people come on office hours. It's like, they don't know when it's over. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. It's weird. So we'll get to that with Sharpling. But I think, I think me and Joe both agree that uh, Tim filling that role worked very well Absolutely. now Home on run. thursday we moved to office hours live with guest host tom sharpling so do we think joseph we'll start there just because you had such a strong opinion about tim on the best show do we think that tom sharpling held his own as the office hours host no Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. no, he says no. Why not? Uh, just I, a clean no, or did you just you're bored? I I got bored. I got so bored, and it maybe wasn't. Maybe it was you know preemptively like the other guys sinking the ship with some of their bad stuff. But I don't know. I was bored about puppetry for a really long time. <laughs> and well, I if you were bored. listening, I mean, if you were listening, that's tough because the puppet thing was a yeah, yeah. Not, was and, a visual thing. I realize that, but and it was I a gag. Know. It was I a bit. I listen to all the episodes, and I'm not usually as bored. I like the puppet. So I like the puppet. back to it later. Okay. Me too. I thought about Joe when that was on. I was like, oh, shit. Joe's not going to. He's going to. Well, the there was a callback to it later where I'll give Tom credit where he asked Patton 
puppetry. Do you like puppets? He's like, fuck no. Like, and that was hilarious to me <laughs> well, because I was like, yeah, I don't like hearing about puppets. I could care less. Well, those are marionettes, so they're a little bit different. I thought but about Muppets, too. you know, Patton's all over Muppets. He likes Muppets, puppets. definitely. <laughs> puppets, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck no. So that was um, maybe the highest comedy beat of the whole show for me is that callback to the, the puppets. But mostly Tom just delivered a very unfunny interviewing sort of like polite you know sort of complainy you know his, well, he was like you know his dry and... his dry cocky but like slow it's weird because his delivery like he's clearly like a a, a confident witty but like does it kind of slow and is a little bit lispy and like doesn't he doesn't have like the confident front of the personality and the things that he says so it's a kind of this like sloppy sounding and feeling thing for some reason for me I, I don't know what it is about him but it just doesn't it doesn't doesn't definitely it doesn't mix well with the the oil you know the oil that Tim has you know what I mean like his his and it's the same yeah. listen this happened when he was on the show and we pointed out and said these guys are having a great time, but it's not as interesting or fun for me personally to listen to. That's exactly what was going on here. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was it was interesting. I was glad and Patton showed up because yeah, Patton it, Oswald needed, came. And we needed something to, like, pick up the energy of the show, and it that helped. But, like, I was really bored by the first hour of it. And, I wonder who uh, canceled. Do we what? know? Do we know who canceled? We don't know who canceled. We don't know. And he couldn't say, but like he really couldn't let that go. And, you know, it's just, yeah, like that kind of thing. He was distracted by it. The drops were a little heavy that he didn't understand. You know, come on. He listens to this show. Why does he have to pretend like he doesn't know? Matt I didn't have the pictures for for Doug Doug's bit, but I still was laughing at them. So that, Matt that confirmed was... in the Discord the cancellation was a dog rescue person who was going to bring dogs who are up for adoption. We were all disappointed, and I was pretty annoyed too. So there you go. A dog rescue person? Yeah, apparently that's it seemed like that was yeah. That's the fuck was that? that? Why was that going to be so great? Uh, maybe they were going to do like a like a live like adoption thing. I don't know. That doesn't no. sound funny. Well, I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but well, okay, just kind of like the okay. So when the cats, when the cats are away... trying to sabotage time with like bad ideas, because that okay. maybe wouldn't be funny. Okay, you see, Matt makes rare appearance on camera one. That was pretty funny. That was good. Uh, yeah, that was kind of shocking actually to see Matt on camera one. That was <laughs> what kind of God. dog was it? Was it like a those? A small dog or like a, a certain kind of fun dog energy? Well, it didn't or... say. It just said it was a dog adoption person that was going to bring dogs. No, no, they, that's who canceled. That's the guest who canceled was supposed to be a dog person. Um, hmm. I don't know what kind of Oh, maybe that went with like when the cat's away. I, I don't know. This cat's away thing. Okay, so when the cat's away, they did Doug's. They did the same stuff. They did Doug's slideshow, which Tim yes. lets Doug do a slideshow every week now. So That's right. <laughs> that didn't That's really right. work. But what was Doug's slideshow this week? Doug's was guessing indie rock. Was guess in, <laughs> guess the indie rock groups here with Tom Trepling. And was very good. <laughs> this was very funny because Doug was like, "Well, we'll start with some easy ones," and he's doing them. He's like, "Oh, we'll get a little harder," and then he did actually have real ones still, and they got a little harder. He said, "Okay, how about <laughs> we get really hard?" <laughs> 
So I don't know if that was rehearsed, but I, I'll say that was the best like Tom Sharpling acting bit if it wasn't rehearsed or I mean if it was rehearsed either way. My, whether Tom Shrebling really knew those bands or Doug was giving, or like there's a doc that shows what's going on or either way, I felt like Sharpling handled this pretty good. Yeah. Sure. Playing uh, along I with can't Doug. say I know what all those bands look like as people. Like, Joe, you, uh, if you didn't watch Joe, that, <laughs> man, this was a must I, I watch. It. No, okay, I just, I just watched this before <laughs> preemptively watching or like I listened, re-listened to some of this and I watched it on the, instagram but so i was trying to wait and listen because i was shoveling i wasn't watching it so i missed out the, on the true comedy level of this but the the funny band names were pretty good like the, well there I, was a picture well because because this was i'll show you a picture and then you guess the name of the band that mm -hmm. was very much a timed like okay here's a funny visual thing and then name of band pops in you know, ladle. <laughs> and so, so Doug got to have his fun with like multiple things. I think he's, I think he's using an AI thing now. It looks like yeah. to achieve, yeah. right? Has it always been? Yeah, that? I think so. Um, I, when I'm, I'm watching this happen live and I'm just, so I, I, I know it's going to happen. I, I know it's coming, waiting for that first, you're waiting for you the know, first fake one to come first right? fake. It, it, it's all like, you know, pixelated and mushy. I'm just waiting for it. And as soon as it hits the screen, I, I just, completely lost it it was so good oh yeah. man I, I this is this is get, it just keeps getting better the elon yeah, Musk is... children one was amazing this was just this eclipsed that for me um this was good i mean this was this i this i liked i think because like i'm kind of with joe here where I... hello yeah. hello jesus christ did you lose the whole thing I hope not. Well, I guess we'll record tomorrow night. I'll listen to no, that this happened. Time. This happened uh, last time, and it, it turned out okay. I don't, I don't not understand why I can't get a connection. Anyway, yeah, I think I'm there with Joe in that the Sharpling thing was just not for me. Um, I still right. can, I cannot. That, that, so you were saying, oh, I think a lot of people probably that were listening to the best show would maybe go check out Office Hours. I don't know if it's vice versa. For me, it's not like, ooh, I want to go check out the best show. I mean, listen, maybe I would see, like, what is the topic of the best show this week? And if it was something that interested me, maybe I would do it. Hearing that, like, Fred Armisen and Patricia Arquette and, like, the, all these famous people are fans of the best show, it it, it, is, it, it does make me curious. You know what I mean? And, him being, the... and being such an expert in, like, indie rock in this thing, which to me is not that. Maybe it would have been more interesting to me 10 years ago. Right now yeah. is not terribly interesting to me to hear somebody like knows about fucking super chunk or whatever. Like, I don't care. The, um, the best show audience reminds me of like game night audiences for office hours. I think maybe it's, it's like a different vibe. Um, maybe it's, it may, it might lean a little older. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, interested. I think it's, I think it's like, it's kind of like how it's because the podcast has been out for so long. He was like one of the original podcasts, right? Like, that's right. Sure. Yeah. So, like, it's just things that people have been a fan of, like Kevin Smith or something, like the Smod cast, or you know what I mean? Like, people that are fans of this thing that's been around forever. Patton works just perfectly for this as well, because he's, like, got his foot in all these different things as well, and he's an older guy who's sort of a nerd culture guy, and yeah, it's it's totally that thing. And I'm interested to know, like, stuff about Tom and his knowledge of music, but... 
when it comes down to it, I just don't really respect him as uh, that acknowledgeable. Like, I, I, I thought it was cool that he knew some of those bands that, you know, just by looking at the band, maybe it was fed to him, but um, it seems like he was Polvo. there and done that. But he's too kind of cocky and smug about it, so it's, like, not as endearing, sort of. It's sort of just, like, braggy and... I don't know. It's something well, about him. It just bores me, and I'm, I can't keep listening to him too long. Well, he did have a guest. He did have Pat and Oswald on. Should we get to this? Let's get to the city of the day first. City of the day, unless you had something else, Tucci, which I really hope you didn't. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I don't. Let's get keep to the up. city of the day. We had we had a city day brought to you by Dee Dee's Clean Pinch Silk Milk. Now, here we go. This is a visual one. This is clear. This is a big visual one. Um, where if you didn't see this, Joe, I don't even know how this would go with Tom reading it. This was a full screen ad with the funny head of that guy, and you really figure out real quick what's going on here, which is you you drink this milk and it creates these white sacks that your shit comes out and you don't have to wipe, and it's just such a bizarre, <laughs> such a strange, strange thing where. Doug again is like obsessed with not having to wipe. He mentioned it before with the horse straw stuff, you know. Um, so this was uh, this was. I feel like it was in the read. I, I mostly understood what was being advertised. I just didn't see the visual until now. You're, it's true that the visual helps <laughs> the comedy a bit. That weird guy's face. And... It's true. It's true. It's definitely true. And just showing the poo and then like the white. You know, buttery dumplings your, is yeah, turning nice. Your, turning your movements into buttery dumplings. Um, yeah, I think that's the last piece of the puzzle is who's doing the. Ooh. Bless you. Who's doing the, who's doing the the photo the Photoshop work here? Tooch is that is that an intern? Is that like one of the guys? Well, it's funny you mentioned intern because I don't think have we talked about Olivia on here? Should probably bring her up. She's been doing a pretty good job. Um, I, th- yes. I want to say it's Doug. I think Doug's doing all this. I, well, he's doing everything, huh? Well, no, yeah. I think I think I I spoke to Matt about this before. Um, I I know like the off I know the um the <clears throat> video uh, covers for YouTube like the artwork still shots they are created by mostly one person, but I know there's there's many people that have done them in the past, um, and they pay they pay for people to do that. So I think it's the same thing i think well, they probably give it out it sort uh, of goes hand in hand with the read i feel like he probably wants to make these visuals just to help write some of that read um so visualize I, I th- it you know i think i i don't know we should confirm with matt but i'm pretty sure that doug has it written by tuesday or wednesday and someone's whipping this up in like less than a day um i'll have and, to hand it to uh, him they have the style down for like the editing style that doug would maybe bring to the table with the weird faces and open mouths and like Jamming mm-hmm. the, the picture with lots of small advertisement. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, I could see Doug doing it. He's a creative guy. But, oh, yes, yeah, so the, the Olivia thing, though. I, I, we can just give her like 30 seconds. But she's I, I she's like the most involved an intern has ever been in the show, and I'd really like it. I think it's probably the first female intern they've had, and I feel like Tim is maybe like, let's get a little female energy into this fucking show that's like just white dude city. And... Um, mm-hmm. It's, and it seems like she has a little bit of like an attitude and like, and I don't really give a fuck. Maybe I don't know that yep. much about this Tim world. And like, I just kind of fell into perfect, this perfect internship and like, 
Um, I think it fits really well. I think she's funny. She, yep. it doesn't annoy me. Um, she's back there like waiting to say some news or something. And uh, they've given her something to do. They've given the, you know, they, they just have the intern something to do. They finally, after all these years, mix in those guys a little bit, you know, just kind of like Stern style, like not all the time, but maybe once or twice episodes, you get a, a little peek. And um, I've been calling for that for long. Yeah, sure. Um, I like that they got it like the first week they went the classic like coffee, you know, like just mm-hmm. like you make shit, co- you know, to make coffee You're an intern, you make coffee. And I, I thought that was a little uh, demeaning and kind of whack. And I didn't really love that about it. Like, I know that they're kidding. Um, but still, it's just like, that's like the most cliche, boring intern joke you could ever do, you know? And I feel like they yeah, did it, really kind of rolled it, off. It did. But I was just like, is that where you're going with this? Like, oh, I want to introduce Olivia the intern. Do you know how to make coffee, Olivia? Like, come on, bro. You're better than that, Tim. And then he was better than that. He gave her something to do. He was nice to her and said, hey, we're going to have you do breaking news and blah, blah, blah. Uh, they've given her a little bit more of a role. And it's, it's and nice. I actually had some breaking news with Nancy Pelosi. That was like the first proper, I think, impactful breaking news that has actually dropped on the show. So there you go. Yeah. I, you know, what? wow. Special stuff. Um, so, but I don't think that was, was that during... Uh, that was during the Sharpling show. That was it? Uh, wasn't it? Or was that during the, the caller that might have been called in the, the Sharpling or office hours and asked Tom about the, the fasting getting dementia? And that was a crossover from the the Tom uh, Sharpling Tim episode. I was wondering if Tucci show, yeah. had had an opinion about that. I, intermittent I inter- intermittent that fasting? So causes I, dementia? I haven't been intermittent fasting since we've I've had a that we've had the child. Mm-hmm. mostly because like my eating up all my, hours of the night just just like yeah my eating schedule is just not regular so that's gone away and luckily i won't have dementia so there you go <laughs> um i uh, okay. i thought tim's reaction if we go back to the best show when when she said you know not eating breakfast causes dementia and Tim definitely like went into this bit about being demented, you know, like, like, yeah, I'm demented. Like, <laughs> not like he took the word dementia and did like, didn't you know I'm already demented? And it was like he started making faces and talking funny. I mean, that was maybe the most like silly Tim got on the whole show of uh of the best show takeover, but it was very funny um, and made me laugh. And then. It was sort of out of nowhere, also, for him to be so silly like that. Yeah, yeah, because that whole show, you're like, yeah, he wanted to be like a clean, regular old host, but then like he just couldn't help himself, but but try to make them laugh and be very, very silly. So that that was nice too. Yeah, Uh, I I I think Claudia go back to that briefly. Claudia came in with lots of strong takes, and she was like a welcomed. Yeah, shocking how much she knew. Where John really didn't know anything about the Beatles, about the Beatles and his, his like knowing things was very funny too. So, yes, uh, that was that was great. Like maybe Tom just needed more of like a, a right hand post in there to kind of work with him a little bit better. You know, well he's not to, big uh, enough of an energy. Like Tim, Tim doesn't need anybody. He's got Doug and Vic back there, which is just added bonus like it's almost like to fuck with tim or to knock him off track or something is what they're 
their job is back there. Whereas Tom, you don't want to be knocking him off track. You maybe want some like smart, funny people like Patton Oswald to come in to the whole show. Maybe he, he could have been there for, cause maybe he was needed earlier to like bring up the energy of the first yeah, why, hour. One, why wasn't he, that's it seemed strange that <clears throat> well, I'm sure he has a schedule. I'm sure out. he just has a schedule, you okay. know, I don't know. It was announced. He makes he was the rounds be on all these podcasts. For What's sure, the though. thing? I know. Well, I mean, listen. Though? He's he, a lot more famous. Announced. I'm sure he didn't couldn't give two hours. He probably said, "Look, I can do eleven to twelve. Take it or leave it." Um. So, and that was fine. I liked the little bit of Patton Oswald. He looks fucking old, bro. It's like, damn, Patton, you look fucking ghostly and old. He didn't look healthy or like I, I don't know. I felt did you uh, see his movie? Yeah, the one they were talking about. That. Yeah. No. Yes. Did you? Yes. No, I you haven't did. seen it. Did I you did. go out and watch it after that? I've been watching a lot of movies. No, um, <clears throat> you had already I'm, just I'm, seen I'm, it. I'm, I'm a fan of Red Letter Media on YouTube. It's one. Of my, it's my favorite YouTube channel. Um, so essentially, any movie that they talk about, I will just watch, just because I like to be in the know of what they're talking about. And they had talked about their their friends with Patton Oswalt. Uh, they had talked about <clears throat> that that movie, Patton's movie, along with Spin Me Round, the movie that Tim is in with Allison Brie. Yeah. Um, same episode of, of, uh, red letter media. So I watched all those movies. Um, yes, but I, I agree with what I, I thought it was a, a good movie. It's super tough to watch at times. Um, Patton's very good in it. It's, it's a very strange story. I think it, they totally it spoiled the story. Um, <laughs> totally. I feel like that, that Patton's already done this same exact interview on like a couple other shows that I would listen to. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing. They, yeah, they didn't it, really talk about anything that exciting to me, and I it, it was, it's my own fault for listening to other things that he's on. But he makes tons of rounds on all these podcasts. Like this is he's on like tour and promoting himself right now yeah. with this movie. I feel like this movie's been out for a while. Was he? Is even. that what he was promoting, or is he promoting something else? I think he was promoting. Comic promoting books. his new Netflix. I think his oh, new comic, Netflix right. special. Yeah, yeah, the special. The oh, comic right, books. the Netflix special is new. Yes. I didn't watch um, that either. I, I will say this though, real quickly about that movie. Um, there's not much to spoil. It's not. I mean, it kind of is. Well, the it, premise it, in itself seems sure. Like, a like big I, I went in it knowing nothing, and I'm sure that helps. Like you know, it'll, it'll change your viewing experience. But I will say it's still worth watching for the acting um, of Patton and the writer and star of the movies. It seems like a Bobcat Goldthwait premise kind of movie. It does actually. I'm surprised it wasn't Bobcat uh, attachment somehow. Hmm. It sounds yeah, like that. You'd assume they'd be buddies. Um, okay, so did you watch Barbarian, guys? Yes, yes. I did. I so watched did I. Smile last night, and that were that movie was really dark. And I liked Bar- I liked Barbarian. What did we think of Barbarian, Joe? <clears throat> I liked it quite a bit. I, I enjoyed it, it quite a bit. It was a lot of fun. I thought it was very fun. Okay, Mike. I like. I I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I think. Yeah. I mean, I it wasn't incredible. Um, but I do. I I do like. I like it quite a bit. And well, I people are kept bringing it up on office hours. Like, oh, I think uh, a movie you can recommend. And I feel like people kept saying Barbarian for a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. I, it came out. Like, uh, I watched it. I watched a it darker, scarier thing. Smiles pretty good, and that's on Paramount Plus. Um, I re- I brought it up on here before, but Watcher, definitely recommend Watcher. It's a bit of a thriller, scary horror, mostly just a thriller. Recommend that. But Fine. I like Barbarian. Would recommend it. Yeah. <clears throat> I also watched Don't Worry, Darling, 
which I maybe maybe I wouldn't recommend, but if anybody watched it, I would talk to them about it because it was kind of interesting. But um, <clears throat> so the last bit to talk about with Patton here is they played the game, the old the old game that I think they maybe started with Tom, right? This was this correct? Is that yeah, t- mm-hmm. is this Tom's game or is this yeah? Is this I a think Tom it was Sharp created game? for Tom? No, but it, is it a for best? Tom. Okay, it's not a best show game that they stole or anything. Might no, be. I think it was created. She just started. She created. It was created for Tom. So the the show the the game we're talking about, of course, is of course definitely sure. No thanks, but God bless if that's your thing. And fuck that. Um, which is a fun game. I feel like we could play that. You could play that with any person, anytime, with anything, and it's kind of fun to get to know somebody via this. You could do this with somebody you actually know really well. <clears throat> just you know, you just learn a little bit more about them. You know what I mean? Because it's basically just like, what's your opinion? It's almost like fuck, Mary kill only just more precise and just less annoying, you know? Um, <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know if I would compare it to that. I think fuck it Mary, is. Yeah, fuck, Mary kill, you guys, you have to like put, you have to like force things into categories of whether you like them, but <clears throat> yeah, so this is just like, how do you like things? I don't remember. I just remember this was it was interesting. Patton had pretty Average. standard, pretty standard opinions. It wasn't like, wasn't real shocked about anything. Um, wasn't trying to be funny. He was just straightforward, honest. No, I I liked when Tom played this game on Office Hours. I thought Tom was. I liked the way he approached it. Um. Yeah. Well, his whole thing was like, his bit is like, do I even feel like being here? Like, he's like sure okay. like, i don't know what what's the other one the one where like i don't care but it's definitely sure no thanks but god bless if that's your thing yeah i'm just saying Fuck that's that. what he was saying like he's playing it like he was like what is what is that other one you know like i, I don't know the one below like, sure like when tom, just like tom so uninterested be, tom's not gonna be very i feel like that's his entire shtick is that he doesn't he has big opinions about things that people like and so he can really rag on things that other people like or don't like and he takes maybe, a stand and he hey, has maybe like, it's a character. Maybe Tom's playing a character, you know? I'm sure it is some sort of a character, but it it's sort of like who he is, and I feel like he is that character all the time, so it maybe isn't a character, but they they make a show around all that. You got Jay Weingarten, you got Tom Sharpe. I'll take Weingarten. I'll take Weingarten every time. Um, so... I think that's about it for this episode. Was there anything yeah. else that happened? Oh, no, okay. I, I, the marionette. Okay. So Doug did his slideshow for cats. <laughs> we have to mention the, the marionettes. Um, yeah, we do. Uh, when the cat's away. So this one did feel like <laughs> Doug or Tim might have said, no, fuck that. We're not doing that, Vic. I don't know if that's true or not. But Vic was like, yeah, let's well, just have like puppet time. Um, every week he wants to have it. Every week he wants to have <laughs> puppet. Really no, he said he asks every week if we could do puppets or something. But And Tim always says no. But so, yeah. He said he come... would want to do it every week, though, a little segment at least. And, and he's been <laughs> turned down every time. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I think, again, this was, you had to be watching this one, but. I thought the puppets were kind of fun. Like I didn't, I didn't hate it. It went on a long time and like Tom let it just be. And that was kind of part of the gag. Like, okay, this is painfully going on. There's just like music and these marionettes are dancing around. It's like, are we really doing this? And then it was like, why don't you guys have a seat and we'll like talk to you. And then that strange man, marionette guy, you know, sat down. 
Um, and we had a very unfunny sort of dry, boring interview with those guys about Bob Baker's marionette theater, which we've heard about on this show before. We know they're fans of it and it's like, okay, great. They're promoting, they have a fundraiser that could have been shorter. It wasn't. And like a lot of things on the show, Tom lets them breathe, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. And I think you're saying to like, Oh, he, he lets, he gives everybody the time of day to like say something and maybe almost lets things get to like an awkward place of like, all right, well, he's, he's a little bit politer and he doesn't hurt anyone's feelings, but you can sense that he's like trying his best to be polite and not say anything mean. Whereas maybe Tim doesn't make it an obvious make it as obvious he'll be more likely to cut it faster and move on you know well i feel like um, tom wants to fill time and he's like let's just like there's no reason to rush through this because i don't know how many callers i'm gonna have so like let's just give everybody a chance to speak here you know like because he i don't know if he's as good just one-on-one -on -one, just alone maybe i'm wrong about that at maybe. this part where i didn't have the visual maybe it, it's my fault for not watching it as a show but i was bored and i actually shut it off and went in the house for a minute and took a break and i was like i don't know i hope this second hour gets better because this first hour is tough tough sledding i was saying to my wife and like it got better once once Patton showed up for sure but it was because Patton well, the, showed up. listen the puppet thing was a big screeching halt in the episode um <laughs> And it was fine, but it was fine. And I thought the the woman with the the purple witch or whatever the hell the red witch or like she refused to speak out of character, like she was just talking as the witch puppet. Um, was kind of cute and endearing. Like you know, like I was a little bit when they're like asking about how many puppets they have and the marionettes, and you know, it was just it just got like a little like, are we really? How many questions are we asking these people? And I get it. Tim and Vic helped out with a fundraiser for them, which is nice. But, um, you know, this, yeah, just another, like, Tim's got, you know, on Best Show, Tim's got all this focus and all this, like, fast bing, bang, boom kind of stuff going on and guests and wit and banter and fun, fun, fun. And Sharpling's got, like, awkward silences with puppet guys with lisps, and it's just, like, a little bit tough. You know what I mean? It was so just where like, do we go from here? Where do we go from here? What do we do? I don't know if I'll be checking out the best show because of this is where I go from here. But I probably I think Tim will pick up a few more followers on Office Hours, and I think that was the point is that they should. I think I think people like I think people up, will you know? like I think I think some people will like Sharpling, and some people will just follow Tim and the whole Office Hours, kind of telling you what to to like and not like. Is he going to pick up tons of followers, thousands of followers from Office Hours that weren't listening to Best Show? I would guess no, but maybe a few hundred. Maybe there's a, you know, I, I really don't know. It would be interesting to see how much this promotion paid off. Tim said it was his idea to do this. Um, and I think I Tim's know. eager to get some more followers and maybe there's hardcore best show people that aren't aware of office hours and that they're like kind of buddies and he wants props for that he wants to tell everybody how he's been listening to tom sharpling since tom you know came to new york and saw him at the knitting factory and like they go way back and they're old buds and like that tim was aware of it and he should get credit you know and like he wants to be accepted in that audience and he wants that audience in turn to accept him and then come to his show and 
you know, I can do this and I can do that. And he, I think he was successful. I think he'll get some of those pe people that are regulars checking out the best show to maybe come over. and Or maybe he won't because he's a little bit of a different thing. Well, I'll say that the Tom, sure. the Tom Sharpling episode has more views than the Chelsea Peretti, the, uh, the Halloween Spooktacular, it looks like Chapo Trapo has more. Um, so he definitely has an audience that's that that does go beyond, you know, uh, office hours, like into some hardcore people that will follow Tom Sharpling to whatever he's doing, you know. Now, Tom, in that market doing office hours, does does he get the people coming over to office hours and get won over by that? episode i don't know like i don't know if that was a the best office hours has to offer hopefully some of those people will go and watch some other episodes too with tim and the guys and so and, uh, I, I like tom i really I, I i do um and i like i've listened to the best show since we were introduced to him and i i don't listen to it every week but I, i've listened to it enough and i like john worcester and um you know but at the same time i get what you guys are saying i i don't there's just maybe something that's you know missing from what we and what we enjoy about the office hours environment you know it's it he just maybe doesn't fit the way we want someone to fit you know like and even when we talk about like get like a guest host like Natasha Legero like that is like that's a guest host like that's someone who comes in matches can match energy, but completely do her own thing. It's just likeability. Like I just don't sure. think I'm just I just don't like like some but people you just like subjective. their presence. It's that is though. That's, that this is. is all subjective. Obviously, I mean everything that we're saying, right? But absolutely. Um, but I just think there's some just very basic like put a guy on screen and say, okay, with no history of anything, is this person an entertaining, interesting, funny person to host this thing? Okay. Like, put Neil he, Hamburger he, up he, there. <laughs> put fucking Chelsea Peretti up there. Put Natasha Leggero up there. Put Tom Sharpling up there. Well, yeah. if you don't right, know I who mean, he is and he's just a fucking guy, like I don't like I don't get it. I, I really I guess I what still I'm don't get that, it. I guess what I'm saying is that he can still be like a likable, like funny, entertaining guy, you know, but maybe not not in the way that we want or not in the office hours like environment. Like I, I agree that I don't know if he fits there quite you know <laughs> i don't know where he point. fits i think he fits in his little show that he started fucking 20 years ago yeah. yes and but you have to have like been along with that like i don't think yeah old just him alone just like him out of nowhere if you don't know him you don't have that history with him this is the problem i had with him when he was on the show is they all were like loving it because like oh it's tom it's good old tom you know we all love tom he's been around forever we've been listening to tom so like there's this you know kind of uh right rapport that you have there's but a relationship and, and a rapport and that, that you have where you're like just excited because tom's there and you've been listening to tom doing his podcast for 10 years so it's kind of like having mark Marin or something in there with you where you're <clears> like wow this is so interesting to, to be having this guy here like i just I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting to see what hilarious thing he's gonna say or how but dry or sarcastic or how he's gonna be like that's also very this is also very interesting to me though because it's not just you can say this about other people i'd have to look at the list of guests but like just because tim or vic doug matt whoever's booking or whoever um 
just because they have a good relationship with someone or they enjoy someone else's presence or someone else's product doesn't mean that it's going to work on office hours. I think we've seen that, you know, many times um, and they may want it to work or they may, they themselves may be having a good time. Well, yeah, this is, this, is, this is an example where I think different people are missing it, where it's like they are actually thinking it's a home run. It won best episode that's, of the fucking for that's the best kind of what I'm saying. You understand? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah, obviously yeah. A, there's obviously a bunch of people that are getting it and liking it that have been along for the ride and think that Tom Sharpling's great and think this whole thing chemistry is is really great. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just missing something. I, I don't know. Is it really funny? I don't know. I, 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 and I'm not even saying this as like to like oh fuck Tom Sharpling he he made fun of us and he made Tim make fun of us. I'm I don't care about that anymore. This is just straight I don't care about that. My straight this is just straight opinion of me watching I've the show. On- Marriage like, show a few times and just wasn't also getting it either. Like the connection with that they share on that show is just like, why? What is Mark seeing this fucking guy? Like he's not that interesting. Like, and it seems like everybody wants to, you know, kiss his ass and like because he's got like a a show that everybody watches. But I don't think see what everybody sees. So I'm just another guy who's like, do I have to listen to this guy complain and be a big pain in the ass like i'm not that interested i think in it's him. just He's history. not amusing to me i think it's just history i think yep. he has a history of being in the business for a long time and knows everybody and like you know people are just oh yeah the best show is great it's great it's almost like a howard stern type thing like it's almost like a you know what i mean like it just has a yes, reputation what it is. he's been there for a long time and everybody this, gives him props because yeah. he's got that audience that's stuck with him the whole time yeah, people want to tell you how they've listened to every fucking episode. Like, yeah, I don't it was care. it was on W. It was like on the radio before. And when I go there, and I'm feeling like, well, let's see, Let, do you deliver? Like, I feel like it, his episodes are more about the guests that he gets on there, and less about what he is saying. Like, I'm not that excited about him. I'm saying, I go on there and like, who's going to be on the guest? You know, and that's what's interesting to me about it. Whereas Office Hours, Tim is like everything. You're just excited how he's going to interact with all the people, but it's his energy that brings you back. It's not exactly doing it for me with, with Tom and his energy. So it's different energies. And I feel like if maybe if I had got hooked to him at some point earlier on, I'd just get addicted to it and be like, Oh yeah, he's great. And I love his energy that when you like accidentally fall into a podcast and you're just like, you get, sort of used to like the the way it goes and you know that's maybe what endears you to it yeah i i wish i wish we had other episodes to compare it to you know we we, we've been calling for more guest hosts we've been saying it i've been saying mostly every week at this point but it's it's the one that is that we can compare it to is natasha leggero joe mandy with uh casey johansson the musical and that was like that was an incredible episode I still remember that, um, and yeah, like that—that's that just a, it's just on another level for me. Um, and I I wanted the Sharpling episode to be like that. It's just it just wasn't, and um, you know, I guess that's just that's it. It just wasn't for me. And I think like as as long as we're you know we're acknowledging at least oh, I, I guess I'm just acknowledging that it's subjective, and I know people like Tom, and you know, it just it just didn't work out you didn't like you didn't love it either no i mean i think it was fine but like yeah especially compared tim tim brought it up 
you know, episode 228 or like how great the fall has been for them. And we've talk, <laughs> talked about it too. There's been some heavy hitters. Like, <laughs> this was funny because he started, he was like, he's like, we had, uh, you know, Tenacious D, like, he, like, ran out of steam real quick. He's like, who else do we have? Um, guys, who else do we have? We had some good guys here. Um, it didn't help that they're, like, know, was the, it Tenacious uh, Z you were saying? Like, they didn't the, know, like, the, the Tenacious Chapo, Z. Watts, like, Chapo Trap the, the, the Chapo, yeah, but it was, like, that wasn't the fall. That was the summer. Like, it was, like, like recently has been kind of a not <laughs> so special. And I think we've gone out of our way to say, like, okay, I mean, last week was a change we had a couple bangers with Chelsea Pretty. Who was before Chelsea Pretty? There, there was that was Eric Slick, Jay Weingarten, and uh, Jay oh, yeah. Perry. Halloween and Chelsea Pretty was a Hall- back-to-back banger. Those were very good. Those were definitely yeah, that was back yeah. to like this is what I this is what we always wanted. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Brett McKenzie, which was back to low key, I thought. And now we've yeah. had Tom Sharpling, and now we have the week off for Thanksgiving. And we got I it. think the following week should be very interesting because Tim obviously obsessed with Twitter. Lots of these, lots of Twitter news obviously is happening. We got Jordan the, Peterson by the second shouting out at Tim Heidecker this week. A, yeah, a they just made a fake. Uh, yeah, they made a fake Jordan Peterson tweet. Um, and like they, they're going to lean into this stuff now. As much as Tim doesn't, you know, like I don't know. Part of me is like, is Tim actually? Are people actually happy that? Like people are like, oh fuck Elon Musk, he's bringing back Trump, he's bringing back Kanye, he's bringing back Jordan Peterson, he's letting all these people back on Twitter. He is saying that Twitter has has more engagement like this week than it has in years, and I kind of believe it. I mean, I'm I go on Twitter, like I'm not gonna lie, I, I go on Twitter, like it's not I'm not spend all day there, I don't reply and stuff, but I I flip through it and I read. Um, am I doing it more so than I was before? Not really, but. There is a little more action going on right now. And I wonder if these people that are like, like Tim has not even come close to saying, you know what, fuck that. I'm going to leave, you know, you know, he's going to stay till the bitter end if it, if it ever does burn down. But, um, and I imagine he's just kind of secretly excited to be able to engage with the real Donald Trump and, you know, the, you know, just like that door is kind of back opened, although he was, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like people mm-hmm. want to say it's so bad, but I think that they're also kind of excited to look at the car crash as well. You know, they're, they're, they slow down while they're driving by kind of a situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, so I do think, so I think that like, this should be an interesting conversation about that coming up uh, after a couple of weeks. We'll see where we're end, at. In the end, we need seasons. Let's do seasons of office hours. Let's do more <laughs> guest hosts. I mean, come on, we get let's. Well, we have we have the holidays We're coming the up. Holiday so sure. season. Holiday season. There'll be some weeks coming off. We haven't heard anything about a Christmas episode or a live episode. There's been no talk of anything special for the holidays. It, I we, imagine that would be announced. Tim is traveling though in the spring. For his, Tim is yeah. Tim is his, taking his Tim's show traveling. on the road to Europe. Um, it's exciting. I'll be over there. I might maybe I'll go catch a show. We will need to start our offies deliberations. I think we're gonna do. We're gonna have to do a several part. Uh, we like having yeah. a fun episode where we're just deliberating for hours, crawling through <laughs> every yeah. single. Episode. I'm sure there'll probably be some. Uh, there'll probably be something in. They'll probably we'll probably have to put a little work in January. Um, but we're we, need, we'll we have to put in a little work in January and come up with yeah. our final nominees. That's right. Um, maybe we just have a pick the nominees day. Maybe we'll come yeah. up with some sort of point system or something. 
how many points do we want to give things and maybe we, we can add them up I, I don't know how that's going to work but i think we do i think we can maybe turn that into a, an episode a show it could be somewhat interesting if it's not then we just we'll never release it but we can um, we can have a twitter poll <laughs> and have people vote on their favorite well, episode no of, i think know, we see, should just we should just deliver we should just deliver what we think the nominees should be yes um we are responsible uh, for the nominees. With with, with a little less subjectivity, knowing what pe- what we think people would have liked and liked, and what we think was good or not good, and just I think we are the right people to do to do that to nominate. I the, the one thing we're the one soft spot we're going to have is Tom Sharpling, whereas twenty one worst like worst Tom Sharpling moments. Tom Sharpling might have to be nominated for I think we I think we have to have a category of special guest host right like. Well, yeah, we're gonna have the best guest host category, but it's it's he'll small. be on there. It's small. It's small, it's but the, he'll be on there. Not automatically. Well, it's only Natasha think... Leggero is the only other one who's actually. No, no, her. there's more. There's more. <laughs> there are more. There's Neil Hamburger. There's I think he was Doug. Was he? Um, and uh, there's a couple other. Doug definitely did it one week when like Tim was away. I don't know if that was this season though. Well, Neil we'll Hamburger, Neil Hamburger hosted after the Offies, I think. I could be wrong about that. I don't, Lajaro I, I think, was definitely a guest host. I don't think that's right. I think he, Neil, was before. I mean, we'll, we'll leave this for... Yeah, let's not talk about um, this. Uh, any final thoughts on this whole mashup? This, uh, what's the name of their company? Forever Dog? Also, uh, not not does Forever Dog bother anybody? Just like the name Forever Dog? <laughs> no, I don't think about it. Too it much. sounds like a Doug commercial. To me, it sounds like a corny, generic podcast company name. Earwolf. Yes, Earwolf Forever Dog. Exactly. It's like really maybe that had something to do with the dog. Maybe that's what the dog was about. The dog's uh, coming in was it something Collies, to do with Forever sir. Dog. I've got some. I've got some. Neil Hamburger updates here. So the Offies episode uh, was episode 173. The last Neil Hamburger guest host episode was episode 160. Okay. I'm wrong. So fuck you. But we, yeah, guest host will have to maybe. There's going to be some sort of like special, there's going to be some sort of special episode kind of a thing. I can't remember the other guest hosts. We'll have to go back and look. Um, but yeah, we we'll, we will do that. Good good to bring that up. It is the holiday season. We are coming up on it. It has going to be almost a year and a quarter of of time that's gone by without an offies. But finally, setting it straight. It's award season now. This is what we've yeah. The nominees come the out. Good, when? This is when the January? this is when they put all the good movies out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but nominees will put out in January and give people some time to vote. I'm sure they'll do their their offie. Then, show in march or february or march is usually when yeah these... i think matt said that they're good with doing it in the spring uh not it's not official yet i don't you know we don't have any information really other than they have they are moving it so yeah yeah well, how we do, have how do we select the winners we don't well, that, that will be we us three we're, are, all we're we doing are, we are nominating and then all we're doing is providing nominees because we thought last time that the nominees were shit but we're also like we have notes and we have spreadsheets like we actually have information where it's easy for us to kind of like objectively look back crawl through and like you know not forget anyone we're not going to forget anything that's that's the key is that we have enough notes um and we have enough in our spreadsheet where 
And I, mean, I just I just remember what I, I'll just remember what I thought was funny and not. Sometimes <laughs> well, you just yeah, need you, to. You can do that, but no, I, I mean I'm just saying I won't know without looking at the notes. But when I look at the sure. notes, it will remind me of things that I thought were funny. Yes. And I think that we've made special exceptions when I've said put that on the list. Um, so things that are yeah. showing up in that Google Doc will be Daddy's double boiled chicken mash. <laughs> That's Daddy one that you like to realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best jingle. Yeah, now we have Daddy multiple Dougs. Yeah, now we have lots of lots of issues with Doug. Phil Braun should have his own category. We have some stuff to talk about. Um, so don't forget Phil connected to Elon Musk, Elon Musk's Neuralink. Don't forget about that. Yeah, that wasn't up there for me. Um, All right, stop talking about offy stuff right now. <laughs> shut up. Oh man, the Phil category is going to be incredible. Okay. Yeah, don't just shut up about it. Um, yeah, shut, okay, shut up. So I don't remember. Oh, there was a hugely long drop concert at the end of this Very episode, long. like a fucking fifteen minuteer. Huh? It was a makeup for not having too many lately. What was maybe, that drop? Maybe it was. Um, I also will say that I listened to the Poundcast for the first time in a long time. The Halloween episode of the Poundcast, where Doug went to Tom Sharpling's Halloween party. Which is a nice tie into all of this. So I guess the cops were called and the, the party was like kind of dispersed, but um, it was nice to listen to a Poundcast. It had been a while. It was a Halloween ep, which is always kind of fun when you got a theme going. So they talked about Halloween parties. They talked about these movie ideas for Halloween thing. They came up with a bit about children of the candy corn where, you know, it's just, just stupid movie ideas. And then they broke down the Spin Doctors Two Princes uh, song with the vocal only, which I'm sure if you've listened to some Poundcast in the past few months, they're doing a lot of this uh, tear down the song and listen to the lyrics and listen to it over, over, you know, you've done it. You've listened, you've heard those takes before, right? Mm -hmm. I, I have listened to less Poundcast lately, but I, I listened to a couple of the episodes where he talked about being on tour uh -huh. and giving updates and stories behind the scenes with being on the road with tenacious d and yeah there was a tenacious d kind of recap one that i haven't listened to but i have downloaded but i just felt like getting up to date the other last week and listening to a new one to see where it was at and you know what it's still great guys podcast is still really funny um i don't have all the time in the world to listen to it it's a long show and you know what it is is that i have to listen to it the fucking patreon which it's so much easier to me for me to listen to podcasts through my podcast app. I don't really listen to too many podcasts, but I only get the first half of the Poundcast unless I go to the Patreon app and like listen to it through Patreon. So it's super annoying. But this Halloween episode, they released the whole thing for free, uh, just for fun. So the what do they call it? Under where they have their After Dark, they now call. Um, they call it the zip under the zip or under the sheets or what the fuck unzipped unzipped is now what they call it um but yeah they're having fun still still a fan of the pound cast we've been slacking on that but uh good job dog's doing good work uh so that's gonna do it for us everybody you can check out um mikeTucci.com and josephalenart.com
So have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a nice holiday uh, with your friends and family and have some nice food and enjoy uh, a couple days off from work and uh, watch some football and enjoy your lives. Have a good week. We'll see you next time, probably in a few weeks here. So y'all take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.